0: Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. The horoscopes you're about to listen to were made for the new moon in Aquarius on February 4th, 2019. These horoscopes focus on the themes of the new moon as they play out for each sign. You can learn more about the new moon themes in the intro segment, which is linked from the show notes. Or you can go to embodiedastrology.com where you'll find a post for this episode that also includes short written horoscopes for all 12 signs and links to the guided meditation and movement practices that will support your astrological integration and best benefit. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate for responding to current events in your life. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. If you enjoy your horoscopes, please click the like and heart buttons, leave me a comment and of course share them with your friends and family. If you really enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about how you can support this work to continue, head to embodiedastrology.com and click the donate button where you'll find information on subscriber benefits and a link to sign up by donation at any amount per month. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Gemini. Thank you for listening. This is your audio horoscope for the new moon in Aquarius, February 4th, 2019. So this is a new moon that comes into the space of your chart that I like to think about as the space of meaning-making. And when we make meaning about something, it's a journey, you know, to really, um, decide for ourselves what something is all about, uh, has to be a journey. Um, and this is the place where we do in fact decide for ourselves what something is all about. Um, the other way to read this part of the chart are the, are towards the, the people or the situations or the, uh, forms that would make meaning for you. Um, so, Teachers that you love, gurus, religions, philosophies, etc. But to learn anything, you have to be open and you have to want to. And so the desire to learn, the desire to have a meaning, is really what's underneath all of this. How can I make sense of this? crazy place i found myself in called a human life and all of the things that happen um, which in and of themselves are fairly meaningless um, but they make up our entire existence so what the fuck does any of that mean this is the place where the new moon is and wherever there's a new moon there is a new beginning and this new moon is a deep one. It's a heavy hitter. There's a lot of energy uh, moving with the full moon that feels quite intense. And the sense here is that working through the limitation of understanding or misunderstanding is the goal right now. So how do you decide what to believe in? how do you make a meaning for yourself and how do you reconcile uh, yourself with meaning as it changes and uh, belief systems as they fall short and are flawed as all of them will and do Um, what happens when a meaning that you're making is not adequate and you need to stretch your mind into a new space into a new way of being. I feel like you're asking some really big and deep questions uh, right now about all kinds of things, but maybe particularly relationships and the meaning that you're making out of them. And whether this is redefining for yourself what a quote-unquote good relationship looks like, or rethinking how you want to be in relationship, um, in your partnerships, with your friends, uh, with any kind of social group that you're a part of, or whether this is being um, a recipient of other people's meanings, and having your mind kind of blown, or feeling confused, or feeling, um, you know, whatever, shaken up, shook up um, by other people, um, and then needing to like rethink and reconfigure, uh, all of those things could fit in. But relationships are a place that currently and for the last significant bit of time have really been a place of growth and any place of growth is also a place of discomfort and maybe you've seen one of those like venn diagrams of you know where do we have the most learning where does the most change occur where is the most growth it's not when we're totally comfortable and it's also not when we're extremely discomfort Uh, uncomfortable. It's in a place where we are slightly uncomfortable. So in a yoga um, uh, term or yogic terms, this is called tapas. And it is the feeling of heat or friction. When you keep yourself uh, coming back to the question, you continue to lean into the unknown. And You do what you can and what you can is never enough, but you just are consistent. You sustain it. And then heat builds in the body because of that discipline and in the and the, that heat then purifies the mind, it purifies the heart. And this is kind of the feeling I have about you in relationships right now. It's like they're really uncomfortable a lot of the time and you have to continue figuring out how to maneuver in them and how to ask for what you want and how to make the boundaries that you need. And you have to learn from your partners and you have to explore things with your friends And you have to be open to people in ways that you probably maybe want to be open or maybe don't want to be open. But for whatever reason, it's like, fuck, people. Um, And when you do that work, then the meaning changes. And the meaning that you've been making around relationship changes. And the way that you understand yourself as a person who is related changes. And right now, relationships are your biggest teacher, and you can learn so much uh, through what arises in relationship. And one of my teachers um, told me at one point to never mistake the teacher for the teaching, and that whatever was arising was the teaching, and whoever it was arising with was the teacher. And this came at a time when I was really uncomfortable in a significant relationship, and I was trying to make it that person's fault that I was uncomfortable, as we do, or as I do, I think a lot of people do, Um, you know, complaining, feeling frustrated, uh, insecure, etc., And then my teacher basically pointed out that it was my choice to be in that relationship um, and that obviously I was learning something and that what was arising in terms of my own experience was the teacher. And that when I conflated that, uh, excuse me, was the teaching. And when I conflated that with the teacher and I made it about them, then I missed the point of the whole lesson. And I think that this is true with all teachers and teachings. It's like uh, how Christianity gets so messed up when people, um, you know, take Jesus Christ as the teaching rather than the essence that he was channeling. Or, you know, when we put something on a person and we make them the right one or them the wrong one, but we totally miss what's happening in the engagement. It's this kind of idea. So um, one of the things that I feel like is the strongest message in this horoscope is that the teaching is available. Do not mistake the teaching for the teacher. Whatever is arising in your partnerships and whatever is arising in your relationship to the social... Um, is something to take note of and it's something to grow with and allow your nervous system to be the place of growth and what I mean by this is notice your habitual responses before they become thoughts sit in the place of synapse Um, the place of synapse is when you have a reaction an embodied reaction to something or physical reaction to something and then it turns into a thought And so this might mean that you smell a smell and then your reaction is, um, like pleasure or attraction. And then your thought goes, I want to eat that. And then if you weren't paying attention, you would just toddle off and eat that thing, but maybe it's not actually good for you to eat that thing. And so being in the synapse would be to feel the attraction to the smell, to feel the desire to eat, to notice the thought, I want to eat that, but then to not do it and to be in that space of discomfort tapas where you are walking that edge path between your impulse and your conscious choice your agency that's the feeling that is coming up for me as I look at your chart and as I consider relationships there is so much that wants to be given to you in relationship and it completely depends on your ability to receive it in the way that it can most um like fully contribute to your growth and your health and your well-being and you probably have some patterning around relationships that is ready to um be negotiated and renegotiated and worked with so please do that okay Um, listen to the audio horoscopes for your other personal placements, sun, moon, or rising sign to learn more about your personal astrology. There's not a longer podcast for this new moon, but there is a short introduction to the horoscopes. It's about 20 minutes. So if you want to learn more about the new moon astrology and how these horoscopes are being read by me, then check that out at embodiedastrology.com. You can find short little affirmative (laughs) Affirmative poems um, for all 12 signs, as well as meditation and movement um, to support this growth, exactly what I was talking about um, in your horoscope. And you can also find uh, the monthly zodiac season planners that are a gift to all subscribers or available for a single purchase. Um, these planners are tools for you to work more. Um, effectively and consciously with embodied astrology in your life. So check all of that out embodiedastrology.com. Thank you so much for listening, Gemini, happy new moon, and bye for now.